0: Like, what are we doing? (laughs)
1: Welcome back to This Is a Takeover. My name is David Hensley. I'm the owner and creative director of Long Walk Productions, and I am here to introduce your host, Shelby Deathray Patterson.
0: Thank you, David, and welcome to This Is a Takeover. I'm Shelby Ray Patterson, and I'm Gina Belmont, and we're here to discuss Extreme Rules 2022. But first off, how are you, Gina? I'm good, Shelby. How are you? I'm good. I feel I feel tired. Yeah, same. (laughs) Hump day. Yes, we're recording this on a Wednesday. Yep. And usually that's the the week where we get together anyway. Yep. We're always together to watch wrestling and catch up with the latest, you know, episodes, AEW, NXT, whichever it may be, but most of the time we're... Most of the time it's aew <laughs> That or we just stop watching and then just talk to each other throughout that's the true. evening. <laughs> Well, and I I feel like there's so much going on a right lot now. A going on. I know we haven't recorded um, episodes in a while. No, it's okay. been a hot, hot minute. Um, But so much has happened, <laughs> like, <laughs> in real life stuff, not oh, just yeah, on not the even, show. Oh, yeah, not even wrestling. <laughs> but I feel like this was kind of a nice escape from it all because this was... I think I heard someone say that this was like such a good representation of what sports entertainment is supposed to look like. Yeah. And I feel like we're getting, we're finally getting back to that. Yeah, not the soap opera sports entertainment, but mm-hmm. just enough, to, enough silly to get by, but still have <laughs> real matches, real work, mm-hmm. you know, real athleticism come through. Well, and I think because... I just, I know I had said this to you off air. I just wanted to go ahead and talk about basically the whole reason why everybody watched Extreme Rules, which was to see Bray Wyatt return. The white elephant, I mean, rabbit in the room. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because, I mean, if you, unless you've been living under a rock. I like, mean, no judgment. Rocks are cool. No, it's fine. But if, if That's your home of choice. Like, that's cool. <laughs> but <laughs> if you haven't, then you know that, Bray Wyatt was slated to return at Extreme Rules, and it was basically foretold. They were giving hints during Raw, SmackDown, through other pay-per-view events, and yeah. just all over the place with stuff. Which but, I did enjoy. Yes! Right, like you had the cool like QR codes that if you yeah. that popped up on the screen real quick, and you scanned it, and it took you to like a, a puzzle game that you had to solve and then it led you to this thing. Like, so it was, this is good level of well planned out. Yeah. And I think it basically everybody figured out. Yeah. Before the pay-per-view I, that he was going to be there. <laughs> we did talk about this. And I, I had said there was a part of me on the inside, like, please listeners know, I love Bray Wyatt. Of I course, was we all do. terrified of Bray Wyatt. The moment I saw him <laughs> and I was like, all right, this is what's up. Um, but there was a part of me on the inside that was like, what if it's some rando? And like everyone just <laughs> thinks it's Bray Wyatt. And then all of a sudden he comes out and it's some nobody that's like getting their first leg up. And we're all like, what? <laughs> like so mad.
1: Dogs and I talked about that a lot. And yeah. that person would have gotten eaten alive. Absolutely. By that like stadium. they
0: would have been murdered and their career would have been I murdered. hope that. Triple H and cre- the creative that they have in store now wouldn't do that. No, to somebody. they're smart. Vince would have, but no. Well, I don't think Vince would have been able to come up with something like this. That's fair. You know, like true statement. From what I heard, the lead up to this and the build up, so the, all the White Rabbit stuff and all of the stuff in between, like the segments and the vignettes of, mm-hmm. of the White Rabbit, like popping in and out, that was done by an independent writer Ooh. who came in to the WWE writer's room. So the writer's room didn't know anything about this. Ooh. So it made it like a different form of mystique because see that the writers, is fun. like outside sources would go to the writers and be like, Hey, like what's the deal? And they're like, like what's going on? Got... They're like, actually a hundred percent. I can't tell you because I don't know. That's right? cool. And so it was this guy, I, whoever's listening at home is probably shouting his name at the <laughs> in the car right now. But I, I can't remember his name, but it's someone who has worked with Bray Wyatt before. Oh. And they brought him in and he has written along with Bray all of the White Rabbit stuff. See, And that's, some good that's why stuff. it's so good. See, <laughs> right? yes. So, oh. and I, I talked about when i took my notes um there was something that um we saw when we watched um and the entrance that he makes is just absolutely amazing i mean you know the lights suddenly die right after the match with riddle and um rollins you know all of the lights come on for somebody's like cell phones it looks like fireflies are out there again you know all of a sudden you hear he's got the whole world you know so mm. everybody loses their minds but there's a door and the door opens after a little segment and oh my gosh this bright blue light shines through and then he comes in with a mask a brand new mask and mm-hmm. he's got the lantern and the lantern's blue and then he takes the mask off and he's like i'm here and then whoosh, it, out. And but, and there's oh. i mean there's a whole like I, there was a whole story that oh. was told even before that happened. Yeah, there was. So you had like, oh. so I'm just I'm we're gonna talk about the end at the beginning. I really don't care. No, Be- <laughs> This is this is why you're listening anyway, guys. Like, it is, I mean, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, I feel bad for everybody else on this card, but like, no one was paying attention to your matches. Like, I'm so sorry. I, I, like, everyone was wondering, okay, is he gonna come in now? Is he gonna come in over here? Like, where's he like, coming from? Is he gonna come from under this ring? Like, exactly. Yeah. So. At the end of the Rollins uh, riddle match, they do the whole, um, which this is an NXT call out yes. as well. They did the title card at the end and then something else happened afterward. That is a NXT takeover thing. It's the best. And it's. I heard someone say it was like um, the NXT fake out logo uh the main roster confirmed ah. <laughs> like, there's all these little things that triple h has now oh, done man. in and we'll talk about when we get into the main show yes but um so the lights go out and you have all the fireflies and he starts singing but then you ha- it takes you on a journey yes because you go throughout the arena and then you see it's lit somewhere and it zooms in real quick uh-huh. on and it's all of human size versions Ugh, like of the cosplay. puppets from the firefly Ugh. fun house so you have like it's the pig husky husk or something I, like yeah, that i it's forget that pig. one sorry um and then it went the rabbit and sister rabbit. abigail mercy, the, mercy buzzard, the buzzard, and, oh. and they're all in life-size form like oh man and that so bunny it zooms oh. out and then it zooms back in and then it zooms out zooms back in and then it zooms into the announce table where a severed Burnt fiend head oh. is on the commentary desk, and I know we give Corey Graves and Michael Cole a lot of shit on this show, a lot more Corey Graves. But yes, but the way that they reacted, cory Graves was priceless <laughs> he jumped to the heavens yeah his soul left his body i would too if it was pitch dark in an arena and then, and then the light <laughs> comes on me it's not even a spotlight it's just like a someone had like a work lamp that they yes. were just holding over the camera and it just enough that it would illuminate and you could Ooh. see that i would have jumped to the heavens too Mm-mm. um so then that goes out and then it goes to um a video package of. oh but um the, so sorry but there was Bray himself. Oh, the fiend. The fiend was in the audience yes. as well. They panned at him, and there's somebody dressed as the fiend. And everyone lost their shit because they, they thought, thought that was, was it. Them. But, but then it goes out again. And then we go to the video package where it was the Firefly Funhouse, but it had been abandoned. And, and there, were there were cobwebs oh. everywhere and all the puppets were dead. And they just kind of zoomed around mm. and then you went to the T V and the T V turns Ooh. on. And a figure in a new mask is on and it says very very distorted yeah says who killed the world you did Oof. and i was like oh okay i did i'm so sorry like uh-huh. like we're sorry we're sorry we're sorry like, <laughs> sitting on my couch like like this like <laughs> my pillow up to my like covering like half, half my, my blanket. I'm Like, no i did kill the world i'm so sorry <gasps> oh my god i did too and i'm a murderer exactly and so, then it goes dark again, and then mm. the the door pops up. Oh, that door. And it was all, like, kind of swampy kind of feel to it. Then it opens up, and then the blue light comes through. And I know we're not sure if this is confirmed or not, yes, but I know but you had told me this off air. Yes. That that might be a tribute to Brody Lee. So, Brody Lee's first entrance in AEW when he was announced to be the leader of uh dark order he made his debut and he comes in from the tunnel and in the tunnel the light is blindingly blue like Hmm. from backlit just straight blue and he comes out and then you see who he is yeah so um Listeners, I'm sure you know, um, but Brody Lee and um, Bray Wyatt were best friends, um, inseparable best friends. And so when Brody died, it it took Bray a really long time to come to terms with that and to accept. And he went into depression and um, he talked a little bit about it, but not too in depth. He took a break for a little bit and he came back with The Fiend, but... If this is the case, this makes me really excited to, one, see that Hunter is more than okay with paying tribute to someone that's really worth it. But, two, seeing this creative licensing and creative, you know, flow come back to the wrestler themselves. Yeah. And I'm excited to see where this goes. I'm getting real Shattered Glass vibes. Like. Yeah. Not Shattered Glass. I'm so sorry. Um, David, the... Uh, uh the movie where uh james mcavoy is playing all the different personas shattered right shattered split split Split. okay i was there was an s i'm sorry i'm sorry i know i (laughs) but man oh haven't seen that movie go watch that but with the you had that vibe yeah definitely you had the blue light and then that went away and Mm -hmm. then you're like okay then that's it we're done there were like so many different things where you're like okay then that's it he's finished he's returned now And then more happens. And then the next thing happens. And and then then the next thing. And then it goes dark. And then you see a blue lantern just standing there. And they're like, okay, that's it. He's returned. That's it. Nope, that's not it. That's not it. (laughs) And there's more. There were just so many (laughs) fake outs to this return. And then you see the man from the TV step out and he has the mask. And it, it kind of reminded me of the of the v for vendetta yes mask that, yes that yeah. feel of it's recognizable enough as like a human face but there's something distortedly twisted about it yes and it's really creepy it's it's the mouth it's the In mouth that permanent smile like, Ooh. Yeah. so you and then so he comes out he has the lantern and then everyone just loses their shit right Christ, duh. well cuz but then he takes his mask off and then even a bigger pop happens even though we all know that is him like right? we know like he didn't have to do anything else he literally could have just walked out and then the lights went out and then we would have gone home happy but no he takes the mask off and then looks at the camera and says let me in oh. blows the blows the lantern out and then end of pay-per-view and i'm like <laughs> hands up like that's that the best return Mic drop i think that i have ever seen yeah like in my historical time of watching wrestling i think that was the best and most well executed return to wrestling i think i've ever seen well that's the thing it's like i'm glad that i don't want to say like they took notes rather that triple h is here and that's why this was so much better but there's story with coming back. There's admitting and accepting what all happened in his past, throwing it together, and still making something new come mm-hmm. to light. It's, it, it's ex- not accepting. What's the word? Um, celebrating. Like, mm-hmm. using your past to fuel your future. And I think a lot of times, like, there's this, I mean, history and past of the company to say, oh, well, that's dead. Like don't think about that. Right. Like yeah. don't like no, that didn't happen. They like we, what are you talking about? They think wrestling fans have minds of goldfish, and right? It's like like they that we that we don't remember yeah. all of wrestling history even though I mean for us the Wyatt family was what oh we were introduced gosh. to and what brought you know part of the reason why i came back to wrestling that and finn balor to date there is that's still one of my favorite matches is when john cena and him had that feud and all of a sudden the lights turn on i get i'm literally getting goosebumps just (laughs) thinking about it and then all of a sudden there's a whole children's choir around the ring just singing he's got the whole world like yeah that's still one of the best matches like ever yeah like i don't even remember the rest of them like who won it doesn't matter but that's the point it doesn't matter yeah because story is just as important as the wrestling yeah in my opinion i'm sure a lot of other people disagree with that but well and i think it's it it boils down to like i said at the top of the show like it's wrestling versus sports entertainment yes right like bray wyatt in my opinion would not work anywhere else no except wwe because everywhere else is so on the wrestling bandwagon right now which i'm i'm thrilled for i love AEW, Mm -hmm. right like i i think that is another itch that i get to scratch right with the pure technical wrestling but then you go to what wwe is turning back into now it is entertainment right yes Bray Wyatt could not have done what he did on extreme rules in AEW in Impact in ROH anywhere else no right because WWE is spectacle based Mm -hmm. it always has been right so you take that and you put it somewhere else that is not spectacle based it's just cool he's here now like I've been hearing a lot of people comparing this return to CM Punk's return. Right? No, nowhere near. Well, I I can agree with that, but also I can see why they're comparing it. Right. Yes. Because you had CM Punk's which was on the the this is real life side. Yes. Right? Like this is a man, Phil Brooks, who has not been in this business for over a decade. Yeah. For a lot of different reasons, but the but the fact is he hasn't been here now he's returned which is something that nobody thought they would ever see Mm -hmm. so people are losing their mind about it yeah but that's real life people are losing their mind about bray wyatt's return because we don't we didn't think we would ever see his character ever again yeah we may have seen william rotunda again somewhere else But we wouldn't have seen Bray Wyatt absolutely ever again if Vince McMahon still was there. Absolutely. So, I think that this outweighs that CM Punk's return Mm -hmm. because this is something that we didn't think we would get anymore. Is the mystical and the magic and the is is he going to go this way? Is he going to go that way? Like we don't even know now. Yeah. No. Which way? But it doesn't matter. That's what because I mean. Because we're yeah. so excited for this ride. Right. So I think that the that comparison is justified, but at the same time it's it's apples and oranges to me. It, it's parallel. Yeah. But they're not gonna intersect. Yeah. Um also there were reports um that on Instagram there are some members of the WWE roster whose profiles have been all blacked out. Yes. Yeah. And suddenly Live doesn't have any pictures, and it's all black. And mm-hmm. I, I think Finn Balor was one of them as yeah. well. And so, yeah, there's a whole theory going around of the Wyatt Six. <laughs> um, so basically, this is potentially a new faction mm. with him as the leader. So kind of like the Wyatt family, but um, that's what what people are speculating because with the five. Firefly Funhouse characters Mm -hmm. Plus him, that's six So that's the theory Right now Um, Would be very happy with that Apparently he's going to be on Smackdown this coming Friday So we'll see But I think we should talk about the actual show Yes, now we can get to the (laughs) pay-per-view Well, it just, I felt like Addressing it now made sense I don't know, I didn't want to, well one, I didn't want to wait Until the end of the episode (laughs) And two, I just feel like it cast a kind of a shadow over the rest of the pay-per-view because everybody knew that he was going to be there. Yeah, so it. It's, I can see that. I can it's see like that. when I know I keep bringing him up again, but like when CM Punk returned, they kind of leaked that he was going to be there. Yes, right to boost sales and to get people to watch. Yeah. And then when he showed up at the very beginning of the episode, I can't tell you what the rest of the show was. No, yeah, no Right. So I think that they – WWE did it right in putting him at the end. Yes. But it was kind of one of those things like, okay, I know this wouldn't make any sense, but, like, what if he came back during the Live and Ronda match? Like, <laughs> we how talk- cool would that be? Like <laughs> –
1: <laughs> Dogs was playing that game the entire right? pay-per-view. He's like, well, we've only got, like, maybe he would come out during this match. And then that match would end and he'd be like, no, it's got to be that next one the whole time.
0: <laughs> it's crazy how yeah. using that now is, is almost fueling everybody. Well, I think it's smart on their part Absolutely. because then it makes more people watch. It makes more people buy tickets to be there so that they could be there for Wyatt's return. Like dropping all these very blatant, obvious hints that he is the white rabbit, I think was smart on their part because then it made more people want to be a part of it. Yeah. So, I mean, overall, I think the show itself was still good. Oh, I just yeah. think it had that kind of Wyatt-sized shadow. Absolutely. <laughs> that was just kind of like, hey, I'm over here. Oh, like, now I'm over whoop, here? Could whoop. I be up here? You like, gotta be quicker than that. Exactly. <laughs> But, I mean, our the first match that we had, though, oh we had gosh. a uh, White Rabbit-like interference. Yes. Kind of. So, during... Because we had the Brawling Brutes, which is Sheamus, Ridge Holland, and Butch versus Imperium. Mm-hmm. Which will just always be Imperium. I know their names, but they no, will forever and always I, be Imperium. No, it's Imperium. But I loved... This match Yeah I I wanted this to be semi-main I understand Mm. Hunter's mentality Like I get it this is a great match to start with kind of loses or loses softens the blow for what comes after. Sure. Then you can pick back up again. Like I get the mentality, but I just want to see Seamus and all (laughs) of the, like, I mean, Imperium has, you know, gotten up on the rise, but Mm -hmm. I want Seamus to be, you know, Main event stuff, well, like yeah, he he's awesome. So <laughs> I okay, that's my little two cents there. But well, and it I, was amazing. I think this match because the official title of this match was a good old fashioned Donnybrook match, <laughs> and when I saw like bars set up the around the ring, barrels. there was a picture of what was supposed to be Seamus's great great grandfather, but no. it was literally just him. Super, his face superimposed on an old man's no. face, like they—they <laughs> they showed it just for half a second, <laughs> and you heard Michael Cole say that explanation. I'm of like, of course, oh my god, y'all! <laughs> like, is this gonna be like, am I gonna hate this? Like, are you gonna really make oh, me hate this no. match? Because <laughs> under the Vince era, this would have been riddled with stereotypes. Uh, Hoity toity, I'm Irish. I'm Irish, and I wear a tiny hat. <laughs> oh. Right, and I and we are from like the, you're from Eastern Europe, and we really like rules, you know. Like it's it's all these things. Like I don't know. Like during the Vince era, that would have been a thing. Yeah, like Seamus was involved in a storyline with Jeff Hardy about alcohol. It yeah, right, that and one it was... did not go well. Seeing as how we see where Jeff is now, yeah. like it, but. That's the type of stuff that he would do, absolutely. And but with this new era of Triple H, it was just a brawl, like just like a bar fight brawl. They used the stuff outside, kind of like barely. But it was just a like no rules, like no holds bar kind of match. I don't think they really even needed to call it the Donnie Brook match. No, I'm wondering if that was like a shout out for something for Sheamus, but. I mean Well yeah, because that's that's an I don't know if that's an Irish thing well, or yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, okay. but I just like I don't know where he specifically is from. Because, um, I mean I know like a lot of wrestlers change where their actual location is because, you know, oh, well, people don't know where that is. Well, sure. So, yeah. I'm not I'm not quite sure if he's, like, but if he's in that area, like, I bet that actually is, like, somewhere, like, he knew and, and loved or well, something Well, sure, like that. But, but, um, I, I see what you mean, like, it doesn't need to be that specific. It didn't. But it's okay, because it was a great <laughs> match! No, it was great, and I feel like I didn't really care who won. I just this was like you know, and listeners, you know that's my favorite type of match. I just love to see people beat the shit out of each other. (laughs) Like it's just it's satisfying to me. Like exactly, (laughs) full bitten. So I just I feel like everybody got a chance to really showcase themselves in this match. But then you got to see what everybody really wanted to see, which was just Seamus and Gunter just beating the shit out of each other oh the chops that they gave each other oh my god i mean two minutes in and sheamus's chest was sheamus chest hadn't recovered from two nights prior no he was already so bruised because they had a another match for the intercontinental title on smackdown so really it wasn't even 24 hours because no. it was sun- Saturday that the pay-per-view was oh. on and Friday was when they had the Ooh. match and so his chest was still red. I hope that I hope that he got a good ice bath after that. Like <laughs> one could oof. hope. Oof. But I think definitely go back and watch this one. I yes. can't I can't remember the exact finish. Of this, but uh, Shillelagh was involved. His Shalee. Oh, oh, that was one of the things I did want to bring up. I just love so that shillelagh because, like shillelagh Law, I just think that's fantastic. there were shillelaghs that were involved in the match, yes. right? And but Imperium used yes. a shillelagh to win, and I do. I just feel like that's interesting, and I'm still processing whether I like it or not because. Well, they tried to do it to win. No, but they did win, though, right? No, they didn't. Sorry, no, just no, no. Kidding. They won the. They won the episode. The like they had had a brawl before that, and they used the shillelagh. So this That's is right. the one where he gets his redemption. He's like, Nah, I'm gonna take it back, and he just went, bam. Fair, okay. So, but I still don't know if I like them using it or not because I think it's kind of. Selfish. They are <laughs> all about rules, though. I know it's kind and of the fun. mat is sacred, and we don't we play by the rules. We don't break the rules, but right? Only if it's. Everybody else but us? Question mark. And when I say I don't like it, I think like I kind of do. My conscious doesn't like it. Like my wrestling brain <laughs> loves yes. it. Like the psychology of it. Mwah, love it. Shelby's but, a rule follower. No, <laughs> never. My capricorn is showing. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> but this girl don't even jaywalk. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Jaywalking actually stresses me out. But that's that's for another podcast. Anyway, so I think. The Brawling Brutes go over and they win, which I do think it was the right move since absolutely. Sheamus did lose. Um, so both of them still look, you know, strong. Yeah. Um, nobody really, really loses, quote unquote, no. in this match. I mean, five Regals. But absolutely. Absolutely. Like, it's just every single match that they do is fun. And it's I legit just, think ugh. that I could watch some iteration of this forever and i'd be i'd be all right absolutely they could brawl for the rest of the days and i would never get tired of it well and i think that it's good that we had this match because then when we go into the next one kind of gave us a little bit extra padding because we had this was for the smackdown women's champion it was uh ronda rousey versus liv morgan and i don't i just i i hate this for liv I do too I really do Because I feel like she She has had no direction None Really Except I cry The crowd kind of turned on her a little bit Because of the The accident Well the wonky finish Yeah With their first match Mm -hmm. That they had When she defended the title Which then I thought was hilarious Because at the very end You know At the very end They're all still booing Ronda So Okay Here's the thing. That's though. what I don't get. Yeah, because honestly, there was really nothing interesting about this match. No, like, so there the, were a lot of bumps. It was awkward, it clunky. It, it was, was bad. It was not like, good. Th- there were so many botches in this match. Like there was the finish itself, I felt like was one big botch. What did so what even happened? So you had so the setup for the for the finish was you had live. Sen, doing a senton on Rhonda through the table, which has been her like, I'm extreme. I do, I do sentons through tables, like. And Rhonda's like, okay, cool, bitch. Like I'm MMA. Like I'm, I, I, I'm gonna let you be your little form of That's extreme cute, over sweetheart. here. That's really cute. But I'm gonna, you know, be over here smoking my cigarette and like, you know, knocking when bitches out. Kid. So she does that off of the off the top rope Mm -hmm. Rhonda goes clean through the table really good spot could have ended it there like that's it Um, but she kicks out and I'm like okay well that's Liv has basically like shot her load at this point like there's (laughs) nothing else like (laughs) nothing else for her to do at this point Um. (laughs) um so then she gets the idea to pick Rhonda up to power bomb her Through the broken table? emphasis On the... Like... Broken. It's broken. It's It's broken broken already. (laughs) Like... (laughs) It's broken. (laughs) It's broken. (laughs) Like... We hold up our hands. It's broken. There's nothing there. Like, she legit picks her up to powerbomb her (laughs) through the broken table. And then she... And I, I literally am screaming that at the TV. It's broken. Like it's broken already. <laughs> like I, it didn't fix itself. It's still on the ground. <laughs> There's no more damage to be done. <laughs> and but she Except doesn't. To your pride, she doesn't really do it though. No, like she can't really. She get couldn't get lift her. She can't really get her up, and then she just kind of lays her oh, on the table. And so I'm awkward. like, oh no, okay. <laughs> oh no. And then oh, no, Rhonda no, no, no. locks in. What Court Graves calls a bicep crusher <laughs> and ignorant she, slut. She passes out <laughs> to a bicep crusher. <laughs> I laughed real hard. <laughs> so uh, but she puts her in and both both of them are trying so hard to make this hold look convincing, right? <laughs> both of them are just trying like like Liv is legit standing on her head like Rhonda it's can't just, lift her either. Oh, like it's just it's bad. Like it it's is. so bad. And then It she was a shit show. Liv passes out with a creepy-ass smile on her face. And and then Rhonda That's wins. It. Rhonda wins. And I'm just like... So... I mean, I kind of knew that Rhonda was going to win because there's really nothing for Liv to be doing right now. Absolutely. And so they have... Basically, they just kind of have to kill her off and she'll just respawn back at go and just, you know, start over again. Yeah. But, I mean... There are rumors that she could be involved with the Wyatt That's what I was thinking. Possibly, which I'm like, okay, that'd be fine because she can go back to her Riot Squad gimmick. Yep. And kind of go with the Harley Quinn kind of deal, which I'd be fine with that. But I just, I feel bad because, like her run as champion was just not that great like the build-up to that was so insane and it doesn't make sense how one thing just made everybody switch so fast yeah it's well because there were people you, you were talking about people booing ronda yeah so end. as soon as she won they all like were because she beat the tar out of it sounded after. mixed to me though yeah so i again with still with WWE, you don't know what's real and what's not when it is comes to crowd it reactions. Pipes? Question mark. Because um, sometimes I feel like I hear the piped in. I don't know if I'm just conditioned to hear the <laughs> piped in crowd now or what. But um, ooh, Vince is still controlling our minds. He's like up in the rafters, <laughs> like ooh. with a soundboard, like just <laughs> pushing with all his might. Vince, we told you to get down from there. <laughs> Never. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, it sounded to me like they're really. There were some boos, but not everybody was booing her. And she literally looks at the crowd and is like, well, fuck all y'all too. <laughs> you know, and is like yelling at the crowd. I'm like, girl, you won. <laughs> like the crowd was not against you at the yeah. beginning of this match. Like, why are you? It, it, it's weird. She has really weird psychology. I, I don't think she has any which is weird and that <laughs> she's just projecting well it's just weird it, yeah well and because she has her she, own psychology <laughs> well and she has said in interviews that the crowd pisses her off all the time and i'm like cool that's great to say out loud at a press conference where fans are watching. <laughs> also, like, what do you think MMA fans do? Like, what's the difference? Like, why? Well, it, I don't think, it, I mean, mm. MMA fans are not as vocal as wrestling fans are. Like, wrestling, yeah. you get involved in their personal lives and their story life. Yeah. But, like, MMA, like, they don't really do much of that. Yeah. Just why a lot of well, that's MMA people come over to WWE or just wrestling in general because there's more... <coughs> Excuse me. It's more of an interaction with yeah. stuff. Well, I, the matches also are longer; they're not like 10 second matches. Well, that's true. <laughs> I mean, we gave this one a three. Yeah, I feel like that's, that's a that's yeah. a kind of generous, polite. But I, I could go two and a half. Yeah, I, I'm thinking more two and a half, just because there were way too many botches. Two and a half eagles it is. Yeah, <laughs> we need a we need a gavel, like he has. Dun, dun. <laughs> Two and a half wrinkles. Two and it is. a half wrinkles it is. <laughs> well, our next our next match is Karrion and Cross versus Drew McIntyre in a oh. strap match.
1: Ooh.
0: Gina was very excited <laughs> for this match. Y'all. I don't know if it was just <laughs> Drew McIntyre and Carrie Cross, yes. or if it, there was a strap involved. Yes. I don't know why we were so excited <laughs> about this one, but it was good. It was I, good. Strap matches are fun. It, it is. Um, but I also just loved the psychology in the beginning of this match. Like, the fact oh, that yeah. Cross was just like, nah, bitch. I'm not going to put it on. Make me. Like, the whole, like. <laughs> he just would pick it up and he'd throw, throw it. Like, a, it, reminded a it. like, it, like <laughs> it reminded me of a cat. Like, go get it, bitch. It reminded me of a cat. It is. Like, a cat just, like, like making eye contact like. with you and just hitting your purse off. <laughs> like, that type of thing. Watch me. Don't, like it don't, gone. don't like you do it, it. oh no <laughs> it's already gone <laughs> um but i I really was excited for this match but that's also just because they're both great wrestlers and now uh, combining their stories together is really fun like yeah. i I'm excited to see this like I- this I'm excited fun. to see and cross as he's in has he was intended there right there it is so we had the the awful version of him when he first got caught up. Remember that helmet? We <laughs> that. Mm. <laughs> you good? You felt dry? Eve. No, I also I just remembered that he went to Raw with the NXT title and was pinned by Jeff Hardy. I just remembered that and oh I gagged. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. That was when we just knew shit was going oh. downhill with NXT. We are like, great, cool. There okay. it is. Okay, bye. Um, but, but yeah. So I just I'm happy that he he is with Scarlet. He is doing his original gimmick that he just. It was basically a labor of love in NXT with the entrance and the look oh, and just. just the, so uh, speaking of looks, can we talk about? Scarlet the Looker girl. She had no clothes on. Holy moly. If she went any higher with that slit, she would have showed side cleavage on top of the already cleavage on top of the whole booty out. I was like, girlfriend, what you got? Like banana peel on at this point? Like what? Like it looks like, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Yes. It's like in different sections. And then like, I was like, (gasps) see, also... I Hey, if like, you if you want to wear that, if you are confident oh, and you want to rock that and they approve it, that's fine. But I would just feel, because she like, bent over so many times. My question was, like, like how leaning. do you pee? Like, <laughs> there's a zipper down the back. Okay, but you know for a fact that would have taken 10 minutes to get in and out of. I just mean, to pull it down to pee. I mean, that that's just what you do, <laughs> I guess. I mean, you've romper wore, life. <laughs> oh, you've worn jumpsuits and rompers before. You know what to do. <laughs> so... Also you just don't drink anything. Yeah, right. <laughs> you just don't pee. <laughs> um but I don't know, it's just every time she would like lean against the the um the the ring, I would just be like, Oh god, please don't have anybody look at her. Or <laughs> like, also like, please don't rip. Like yeah. it's like thick, like no, or it was, thin. Um like oh gosh. It, I mean it was it was fabulous. It was it amazing. was great. Um I, I would never wear that. Oh no. But <laughs> it was it was great. Um I do feel like they are leaning away from his original, like, mystic kind of character. I don't know if I like it. I don't know if I do either. I don't. I feel think like. I, especially Scarlett. Because Scarlett's whole thing was she was, like, the one that, like, no, this woman has magic. She controlled him. And now I'm like worried. There would be times where she he would be losing. Absolutely. He would roll out to the side. She would whisper something into his ear and then, and then he'd, he'd be possessed he'd, and come he'd back. He'd roll back in like Bane, who just got a yes. supercharge of something and just like completely demolish everyone. And so I'm I'm I I'm nervous and this is not what I was expecting from this match. This is not what I thought I would mm-hmm. be taking away from this I just I'm I'm scared. I don't like being scared. I trust <laughs> Triple H. I just, well, the reason why it's obvious that the magic is being pulled away is that within the match, y'all they they were beating the tar out of each other with this, like just oh whipping the mess out. I mean, the welts on them now I'm sure are, oh, I could only imagine. I mean, even toward the end of the match, I mean, like Drew, was, especially. Oh. I mean, Carrion has a lot of tattoos on his back, so yeah. You couldn't, really see it but as drew well but was drew just, doesn't have any <sighs> so you could just see the whelps just like forming already. There, there was no holding back whatsoever like it was it, it, it was full like power attacks of just whipping the shit out of each other well i mean yeah there would be like a whole like minute on un, uninterrupted of, of just whipping going each other yeah also i guess we'll talk about this near the end but Kink, kink stuff. Is this a lot of? There's a lot of things going on here, and we'll we'll delve more into that, that comes later. in a Judgment Day, a lot, a lot, <laughs> yes, a lot. Um, but right near the end, after um, after they've been beating the tar out of each other, you know, just whipping each other with this belt, um, finally Drew's about to go and and just wail on him again, and Scarlet interrupts. Yeah, she stands up, and this is the time when like. Uh, I know it doesn't work, like, and it has it for her, and I get that. But that would have been the time when she did the fireball. But the fireball wasn't working, and I get Mm -hmm. it. But I just (laughs) – pepper spray – I don't yeah, I don't like that that makes me sketched. I'm not a fan. Like Yeah, I wasn't a fan of the pepper spray either and I also felt like That could have been missed. It yes. That could have been literally like um freaking like powder that then like it, like there's so many other options yeah. that were available for that and I was disappointed with pepper spray and I was completely out of it. Well, pepper spray kind of makes it like I am a girl walking alone downtown by myself. It's coming from the club. someone is coming up behind me, and I'm just going to empty this entire canister of pepper spray. Which, by the way, unintentionally got in her own husband's eyes. Oh, I know. Because she sprayed it so much. She did, and she also did what you... Now, not that I have ever had to do this, thankfully. No, thank God. But I have been taught... We are trained. I have been taught that if you do have to use pepper spray you do what she did yes which was like spray it all in his vicinity or whoever's vicinity and so that way whoever is attacking you has wherever they go wherever they walk they are walking through it yes well, she did that, which is good, <laughs> which is good. That means that and, she's obviously trained in how to do that and in a life threatening emergency. She's she's what's up. But in a stage situation, I don't feel like they should have used real pepper spray. D- There's that you could have done. You could have put something in the pepper spray canister or it even something just water. That was just like a sleeve that made Absolutely. it look like pepper spray on the outside. And then when you sprayed it, it was a mist. Yeah. And it looked like pepper spray, but it was like water with some, like, oil in it or something. I mean, you could have used the Bath and Body Works broom spray for all you care. Like, nobody would have... And then it would have smelled nice, too. Like, I mean... Eucalyptus. (laughs) Like, we're all calming down. (laughs) (laughs) Eucalyptus (laughs) spearmint. Yes. But it... I yeah, Yeah. I'm nervous. I don't like it. This is one of the first moments. And it... I put two options when i was coming up with my regals for this because the pepper spray affected me so bad and i yeah. don't I, I know this is a weird hill to die on for me but it it threw me and i'm not i'm not a fan of it so i'm gonna wait and i'm gonna watch <laughs> but <laughs> it just makes me feel like they're taking away the full magic effect that they were well, and i'm I, nervous yeah, i feel like the it, it loosened not loosened it um it affected the end of the match, for sure. Yeah. And it made it less of a match to me, because it did kind of take you out of it, because you're like, oh, okay, so everything that we just did for the past, like, 20 minutes could have not happened, because you had pepper spray the y- whole time? Yes! Like, why did you not jump in five <laughs> minutes into him wailing on him right. for the first time to, and sprayed him then? Or, start of the match! Spray the mess out of him then, and then just go ahead and take it. Like, if yeah, you're but, really heels. But then the match has to happen, Gina. Well, no, but then they would just beat the tar out of him. No, I know. But, yeah. No, I. It, it's kind of like the analogy of, like, like, when you're on a ski lift, you know, they teach you to keep your legs up when mm-hmm. you're dismounting. So that the way, when the lift finally goes, you put your feet down and you just go. So if you don't and your feet are down you kind of and your face hits the ground Mm -hmm. it's not the hardest place of all to fall but it's still disorienting sure and that's how i felt that that pepper spray was (laughs) like you're on the lift you're fine one of your legs gets down you're like oh wait oh snap bam i love that analogy thanks that's that's probably the best one i've ever heard you say You've had some doozies, but that was pretty good. Welcome to the good. deep, dark recesses of my mind. That's just ADD brain right there, baby. <laughs> I love it. But it works, though. No, but I, I mean, I would say this is probably a three and a half. Yeah. Just because it, it, the ending, and honestly, it is how you leave it, right? Like, if that ending didn't happen, I would say a four. Yeah, absolutely. But and if, that's, what, that's what I was ugh, yeah. upset about. That's all right. Yeah, no, but the match that they had, the wrestling that happened within, the belt, all of that, great work. And they They did a really good job with the belt because I feel like sometimes when you have strap matches, it's very easy to get tangled up yeah. in the belt, and they did a really good job There was with psychology that. with the belt, too, because mm-hmm. um, they kept mentioning on the announce table that Drew had an injury in his shoulder, you know, from a prior event, and so Karrion Cross used that. He then would use the belt to pull Drew, and Drew would slam into oh, the ring posts, yeah. and he would then continue to hurt his shoulder. So, the ring psychology was there, liked it, just not a fan of the pepper spray. Yeah. So... Well, uh, the next match was for the Raw Women's Championship, which... Well, sorry, just kidding. Not yet. Not yet. Flipped. You but, had whoop. Edge versus Finn Balor. Oh yes. So, oh man, <laughs> this match was great. This y'all. match was something. I really I, liked it. <laughs> I. It was long. I. Okay. But I'm not saying that in a bad way so i could have done without the like first 15 minutes yes! of this match absolutely if we could have just had it be i don't know we already had an extreme rules match yeah. with Liv and Rhonda, so we couldn't have another one of those i mean but just just have, have it be but... like a no holds barred or something yeah not i hate i quit matches i i just i i don't like them there's because most of the time all that you're doing is watching a regular wrestling match with an occasional ref walking up to them. With eating the mic. With a microphone <laughs> being like, do you quit? Like, do you quit? The best right? one, though, is like, that. He did that within the first move set where he, like, got him in the hold. And he goes, do you quit? And it's like, bitch, it's been a minute. Like, what no, been, of well, course not. But what would have been hilarious <laughs> is if. He goes up to him after the, he's like in the first hold, not even like two seconds into the first <laughs> hold. He has the microphone at his face, being like, Do you quit? What if he would just look at him and go, Yeah, yeah, this is uncomfortable. I don't like this. <laughs> like (laughs) done but we have to have the match oh i know i know no but that would have been (laughs) really funny i just thought it was so funny i'm like no dude like Like, what did you expect him to say two seconds into the (laughs) match no he's not gonna quit yet oh my gosh could you imagine like if brock lesnar ever did an i quit match that's exactly what it would be oh god (laughs) because he doesn't work by the hour right yeah so we just basically the first 15 minutes of this was just them brawling around the ring around the arena really Um, and there were some good spots like there was a good spot at the top of the concourse where Edge basically lifted Finn up and Finn did a spot where he hit his face on the concrete oh I forgot about that that was pretty cool um so there were some cool spots but again I just can't get over the like heavy breathing into the, the microphone. Panting. It's like
1: uh, uh,
0: uh, no and then the you know? grunting <laughs> that Ugh, like, like it, it was it, it was I already don't like ASMR so like <laughs> it's it's just it's it was rough for me. It, it, it. It lent itself to, you know, certain <laughs> ideas, and it was a little awkward hearing, especially, like, deep guttural yeah. Like, grunts. Yeah.
1: Got a little sexual.
0: Uh, yeah, just, yeah. Just hey, with. you guys,
1: uh, you remember when we watched Money Plane?
0: <laughs> there were definitely some Money Plane eyes oh, at the end of this match. The bug eyes were oh, real. God. <laughs> oh, David, you nailed it. Oh, I love it. Oh. Listeners, I wish you could see David has the perfect... Edge money plane impression. It's that right now. mixed with the um, the prairie dog. <laughs> do you remember that prairie dog? <laughs> yes, exactly. that's exactly, exactly what it is. <laughs> but yeah, so if I could have done without the first fifteen minutes oh, of yeah. the heavy breathing and the grunting, I'd been all right with it. Like as soon as they went out into the crowd, I was like, all right. This can't be Orton and Edge again. Like, I got I, y'all. <laughs> no like, Lord. I'm already dozing, and that's just because I'm an old maid now. Sure. So, come on now. Um, however. But but I do feel it, like once we got into the, um, in, back into the ring, and, of course, we have Judgment Day come out, <laughs> even though they said they wouldn't. Oh, they're wouldn't liars. guys. <laughs> so, you had the rest of them come out, and it's like, you know, he's outnumbered (gasps) and then i i like i say i say like very quietly i'm like is beth gonna be here is beth gonna be here (laughs) like i feel like this is this is it i feel like this is the time where beth is gonna come like it's a pay-per-view and he you know she. they said they mentioned her on commentary like earlier (laughs) like i feel like beth is coming and then she comes out of nowhere i'm like i said it (laughs) like i was i called it arms i called (laughs) it on this one i was like nope she has to come she's because rhea's out here and they've been teasing this forever um, Man, Beth is awesome. And so, I mean, you had you had all these different components to it. I mean, it was basically like a thirty-minute soap opera episode, essentially. It was you had beautiful, you know, Dominic or uh, Rey Mysterio coming out to help. You had Dominic coming out and getting his comeuppance. He you know beat, he beat his own dad. Well, he did. Okay, yeah, that shot was pretty brutal. Yeah, that was. Yeah. And then you had Michael. Good job. Michael He's- Cole, just screaming at him on commentary. <laughs> Like, oh my God! I forgot about Jesus. That. He was mad. Like, honestly, I'm kind of sad that like he's not on Monday Night Raw to continue this storyline oh. because like it was like I was gonna I was guttural. gonna ask if we were gonna talk about the switch up that was just announced with oh, that, but yeah. we'll do that later. But, um, like, he was just, like, yelling, how dare you? How dare you hit your father? That's your father! <laughs> there, there's some daddy issues coming out there, so. Well, and then you had had Rhea come out, and then Beth come out, and then they brawled for a little bit, and she's like, this is what you wanted, bitch! Like, you know, they <laughs> they were super into it. The crowd was super into it. And I mean, then you had uh, Beth get knocked out mm-hmm. by Rhea with the chair. And then they just work over Edge for a little bit. And then we, you had, I did like the spot where they had the coup de gras in tandem with one another. What was that word, Shelby? Yeah, I'm sorry. Multiple multiple coup de gras is coup de gras. No, no, you're correct. (laughs) I know. I'm not getting on you for that. I I felt attacked. (laughs) No. Michael Cole verbatim said, y'all, coup de gras. Uh Uh-huh. Corey Graves, the ultimate ignorant slut, heard this and on purpose said it wrong. You cannot convince me otherwise. It was literally two seconds later. V- he, within. He does a coup de gras, hits Edge, goes back up to the top rope like a monkey, <laughs> and then jumps back again, right? Like, like literally. Back to back coup de gras. Yeah. okay can we can we clear that up because i I don't don't know is it coup coup de gras is one coup de gras is two or is it just like fish and (laughs) and there's no plural i'm spelling it you're
1: both wrong it's coupe de graces oh my god
0: i don't the ignorance uh, left for the episode (laughs) you know what don't tempt me i hadn't picked mine yet i might Mm.
1: producer david
0: Oh, and look, there's a pronunciation. Uh, I'm not going to play it on here. No. But I'm trying to find... Okay. I'm just, I was just curious because I thought you guys were ganging up on me. because no, I no, no, said no, no, no. no I'm wrong. so sorry. Okay, I'm just going to do pluralization. But, um, but so continue, so They do that, and, which I thought was a really cool sequence. I'd never seen him do multiple in, like, consecutive fashion. Um, and then they're like, okay, this is your last chance You know, you gotta say it now, or we're gonna we're gonna hit Beth with the chair. We're gonna (gasps) do the educ is it education? I think that's the move where you have someone who's laying on a on a chair, and then you hit them with another chair. Um, and so they're like, "Hey, we're gonna do it. you better say I quit right now, or we're gonna do it. We're gonna beat her up." And then Rhea has the chair up, and she's about to do it. He goes, "Uh, uh, "I I quit. I quit. I quit. Uh, I quit." And then they look back at him, and they're like...
1: Did he turn into Borat for a second? (laughs) (laughs) I quit.
0: (laughs) I quit. If you listen back, that is how he sounded. It's uh, pretty accurate. So they look back at him. Rhea still has the chair up. And I can't remember what she says to him. Oh, but she said something boss. Yeah, it was basically to the effect of, like, you know, we're going to do it anyway. And (laughs) And then hits her with the chair. Oh, man. And then
1: Edge said, my wife... (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, so it 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 was so it was so good. Like it was so good, and you you kind of like after he said I quit, you just kind of were yelling at the TV like hit her anyway. you yeah. know, like, do it. Your heels, like just hit her anyway. Bad guys. And then they did it. You're like, yay! <laughs> oh no, they hit her. <laughs> so, um, coos digra. That's the plural. Coo. Like as in like there's multiple coo. Like like it's a coos. Like coups de gras. Coups de gras. So, because okay. ku is one, but coups de gras. The gras is still the same. Okay. So. That's, no, it's important to know. It is important. It etymology is important. Is important. Um, also, i love to find more ways to s- shit on <laughs> ignorance. slut. I mean, it was just, it, it was intentional. Blatant. It blatant. was it was intentional. Like I thought it was me being like just you know being pissy about. It, oh no! No. Because I watched it you know a, alone and I was and I heard it and I was like oh, no, <gasps> how dare you! Like it is clearly a choice. <laughs> I think he's listening to us and sp- doing it just out of spite. I wouldn't spite be us. surprised. He he is very has a very heavy Twitter presence, so mm. I wouldn't be surprised.
1: I heard it and I started laughing because I knew you were gonna <laughs> hate it. <laughs>
0: You I, know what he ma- You know what? I don't have it on my list, but I might write his name on there. Yeah, at least really honorable it. mention. I've never given it to one of my own people. <laughs> I feel like that's a little intense. Oh god! I mean, this match was great. Yeah. I mean, I gave it a four. It's a like solid it was four. fun. <laughs> <laughs> like it was really fun. All the heavy breathing and grunting aside, <laughs> minus the weird level of sexual noises. Yeah. No. I mm. mean, all of the other like. Innuendo stuff was fun. Oh yeah! Like I mean, and it it's clear like how hilarious like Dominatrix kind of feel like mm-hmm. Rhea is for Dom, which which that's is hilarious. a hilarious. That's so good. That's it's so funny. Hilarious. It's so funny. I don't think it's <laughs> lost on anyone. either. Not at all. <laughs> like I mean. The guy now gets who's your who's your daddy chance whenever him and Rhea are in the in the ring, and I think he, during Raw on the lead up to Extreme Rules, he, that happened, and he looks around and then looks at her. We all know who my daddy is, and then just keeps going with the promo. I'm like, okay, okay, Dom. good job, okay. kid, good job. Okay. good job, you're learning. So this then we have our semi main now because we've but this is the one that i thought we had before but now it's, now it's now <laughs> words <clears throat> what am i talking about it's okay we're <laughs> we're losing it y'all It's I just fine said, i just said the match that now is now <laughs>
1: Do you guys remember when we first tried this and I forgot the name of which show we were about to do?
0: Yeah, oh listeners, Aww, we I um, hope we can find a way to edit that in. We had a fun time at the beginning of this match because David legit forgot the name of our podcast cuz that's how long it's been since he produced our show.
1: And look, I have foolishly <laughs> agreed to produce This is a work, this is a takeover, and this is a rewind. I was like which this is a are we doing tonight?
0: And I said, "How dare how you?" How dare you? <laughs> This is a... What wait, is this show wait, who, who is this? <laughs> what am I doing? Where I am I? I think I
1: just need to retitle Long Walk Talks to This is a Long Walk.
0: Right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you still have one show. We can just keep that one the way it is. You just have Teeny Talks. That still counts, this too? Is a, this is a Teeny Talk. Yeah, Katie and this I is haven't done one of
1: those talk. in over a year, but yeah.
0: Aww. Whenever you come back. <laughs> So, we have our semi-main, which is the Raw Women's Championship match between Bianca Belair and Bayley. Woohoo. So, I thought – I had mixed feelings about this match. Okay. Because the whole stipulation was that not, neither one of their teams were allowed ringside, mm-hmm. right? So, you had – I mean, Alexa Bliss and Oscar were basically taken out yeah. on the last episode of Like, they're of Raw. gonzo. But damage control, or as how I've heard some people call it, damage control, because Ooh. there's no O in it. <laughs> so, control. Oh. Yeah. I thought you said something else. I'm so why sorry. Why would I say That's that? That's why I stared at you like that. I'm sorry. No. Continue. No, What? Cunt? Nah. <laughs> I hate that word. <laughs> I deserved that. I walked right into you it. You I was like, Gina, uh, he's going to say it. You know who our producer uh, is. So I've h I've I have i have i do not know, like with them coming out during this match, I don't mind interference. I just feel like it's an easy Yeah trade that everybody does. Yes. Right? Like this is a thing that we've been talking about with AEW for a while, is that all of their matches, some of them on the same card, all have the same finish. Back or to they, back to back. Or they all have interference in a certain, in some way. Like yes. there's so To me I like Bianca Mm -hmm. and I think she is very strong yes and I think she is a good champion Mm -hmm. I just I don't know what else there is about her other than that okay so I don't know it's hard to explain because you and then but the same goes with damage control yeah because they have lost a lot Mm -hmm. since debuting yeah like when they lost um to or they lost the tag team titles yeah the first time when Raquel and Aaliyah won it Mm. I mean all of their momentum just got shot it was yeah they should have won it there and I honestly feel that Bailey should have won this because not that I feel like she that Bianca doesn't need it I don't think she needs a title anymore. Not, And I hate to admit that, but, yeah, she's ready to fly. Yeah. But also, I think Bailey needs the title to make damage control more of a threat. Yeah. Right? Because now, Bianca has now beaten all three of them in this match. Yeah. Because they have a great match. It's beautiful. To set up this. They have a lot of good ladder spots, a lot of spots that I wasn't expecting them to do. And – my goodness, they actually ran up the ladder. Yes. They actually... Like, had some, like, pep in their step. Like, I hate watching ladder matches, and they're, like, like they're 900 years old, reaching for the top. Like, oh, my gosh, that drives me mad. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. So I I was so glad. But that means they're also in sync. Their timing's good. Mm -hmm. They're able to get up. They're getting to their spots on time. You know, that's... Good effective teamwork, even if they're not on the same team. You know what I mean? Well, and and both of them, I think, are good workers. Absolutely, that you put them with anyone, and they're going to have a good match. They both of them have always been that way. So I I don't have any gripe with the match. I felt like the match itself was great. I just it was predictable. Well, yes, yeah, because damage control has run interference this entire time. Yeah, so I kind of wished for the pay per view that if Bianca was going to win, that she would have won outright. No questions asked. Didn't have to go through any adversity whatsoever. Like, it was just her and Bailey, and she just got the better of Bailey. Like, you I kind of watched this match. The interference happened, but then she took care of him so easily. It's like, like you can even move on from it, and you're like, oh, well, then it should have just been them. So yeah, that, that was also another thing that I noticed was that interference happened about 15 minutes into this match, 10, 15 minutes. And then it was it. That was after a lot of heavy spots, a lot of very hard hitting spots. And then she just picks both of them up and does her, her finisher on them, the KOD. Yeah. Right. Where she has to put them on her shoulders and then thrust them forward. Yeah. And make them land on their face in Uh, front of her. Yeah, Right. So she does it to both dakota and eo at the same time she gets both of them on her shoulders now granted they both don't weigh anything yes but, but de- that's combined. still coordination mm-hmm. getting them in a spot continually and safely yeah so then it's just like oh okay so she's just gonna run through them and and win this match now the finish was gnarly it was nasty like you had bailey go to the to the corner and pick up a piece of ladder that she had wedged in the corner. Yeah. Which definitely stayed longer than Liv's chair did when oh. she tried to do that spot. I did forget to say that part. That was oh. funny. <laughs> Liv puts, poor thing, sets up a chair to put Rhonda through it in and the corner. Started, and without her, her even touching it, it, it just, just falls to the floor. <laughs> and you can just see her being just like, so defeated. <laughs> like, all right, well, I guess I'll just do the move regularly, I guess. Oh, my gosh. But Bailey goes to get the, the piece of the ladder to, like, fix it so that way she can, yeah. you know, throw Bianca through it. She has it in her hands, Bianca comes up behind her, gets her in position for the KOD. Bailey still has the ladder in her hand. And then she does the KOD on top of the ladder. Oh, it's see, so and brutal. Th- then there was another spot <laughs> where Bailey took out part of her knee brace. Oh God, yeah. To start to beat the tower <laughs> her. Like, I feel like that hurts oh. you more than anything Absolutely. else, baby, right? Like, like, like your knee, you need that. <laughs> Oh God. <laughs> but no. Um I I see what you're saying. Yeah. But I also I wrote down in my notes like I enjoy seeing a woman be strong but not like full like quote monster strong. Like mm-hmm. I'm enjoying seeing like she's strong with agility, with with just sheer strength, but yeah. like in other aspects as well, like but I, I, can, I can agree that, okay, and. Well, now what? Yeah. Like, she's run through all of damage control. She really doesn't need Alexa and Asuka anymore. Yeah. Right? Because she beat them, beat all three of them, basically. Can't really get back with Becky and, like, well, go back with Becky's that. Becky's out right now. I know. But, like, you know, that would have been like, oh, well, we'll do it again, like, kind of thing. Well, but- I, and I think they're, she's face now. She turned face before she left. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, at SummerSlam, she turned face after That's their right. match. I forgot about that. So it, when she does come back, then well, I, think I, I, I guess did. her and Bianca team up. I don't you, know. I That's, really, and I, I don't know. So. <sighs> I just don't know, like, who Like who else is there? I know. Like, are we just going to see her and, and Bailey for a while? I mean. I feel like, you know, maybe they'll, since they allow women to wrestle at Crown Jewel now, like, <laughs> will they you know have this match again in yeah. crown jewel and bailey wins it there like that'd I don't, be interesting i don't know i just but, felt like this would have been a really good time for bailey to win it yeah to establish damage control as the force because they would have all of the women's titles oh you know what oh if that had happened and they had come in and interfered and like that's the reason, and then, like Bailey like had actually been able to climb up because of their interference, mm-hmm. then Bianca could have come back and been like, "Oh, well, you can't do it without them. I've held up my end of the bargain, like why couldn't you? Mm. like are you actually that strong? Are you actually that good as a champion because you had to have someone else help you? Well, yeah, which I'm sure that's the direction that they are going to yeah. go in to maybe set up their like that would have been match. but that would have been a perfect time to do it, yeah, so well. I mean, we wrote down a four. It's still a good match. It's still good. It was a good match. Yeah, no. Definitely. Um, so Bianca retains, by the way. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. know if I said that or not. <laughs> Yay. Um, but I, I do love a good ladder match. It's always fun when there there are no pinfalls or submissions. You just yeah. legit have to crawl up a ladder and pick your title up. <laughs> um Um, I did read an article the other day that I thought was really interesting. I don't know if I talked to you about it. Um, Triple H has mandated that there are no ladders taller than 15 feet anymore for women's matches, which I thought was so interesting. And I was like, well, why? And he goes, he kind of hinted in the statement that he made that he may also be doing this for men's matches as well Mm. because of the damage that he took as a as a person sean michaels like other people the hardys he's like it's not worth it it's just a few more feet like why Mm. like it's the same effect we looking at those ladders we didn't know no like we had no clue like i think that it's important that he's putting the safety first and i liked that and i wanted to share that because (laughs) i it's it's weird like i'm not normally the person that reads articles about you know behind the scenes stuff like manager stuff like normally that's you you were the one who yeah. would get notifications on your phone but i don't know with this new era i'm i'm more interested was well, an interesting time to be a wrestling fan yeah right now because a lot is changing um you know for good or for better yeah i don't know for good or for worse you know yeah um well we have our main event dun, 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 dun. which was really the precursor to the actual main event that <laughs> we already talked about <laughs> um <laughs> we have uh Matt Riddle and Seth Rollins Seth in a Rollins. fight pit match. Oh, my gosh. Now, okay. Oh, feelings. No, I just, I fell asleep during this match. <laughs> and I don't know if it was because I'd been traveling all day and I was tired. Or you, you, there's, I there just, were a lot of outside factors as to why you well, fell asleep. That, But also, I remember watching the fight pit matches that they did in NXT. Yes. Because Matt Riddle has already done two of these. And... Right, That's the chiclet match with Timothy Thatcher. Yes. With Toothless Timmy. Toothless Timmy. Oh, Toothless Timmy. And so you had <laughs> him versus Timothy Thatcher. And then you had... Um, no, sorry. It was Thatcher versus... Chompa. Chompa. And then and Riddle, Riddle versus... And then Champ. Thatcher. I don't know. Thatcher. Anyway, this has already been done twice on NXT. Yes. So I kind of already knew what the stipulations were. And yes, there were some cool spots in this match. Yeah. He ran up a wall. It was really cool. But, but I also think I, I just, I, I knew that Bray was coming. Yeah. Right? Like I knew, I knew that something was going to happen at the end of this match. Yeah. So I really didn't pay attention. And I, I kind of wish that I would have paid more attention. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I mean, there were definitely some, some good spots in this. Yeah, I killer like spots it, up at the top. But <laughs> The build-up to this match, I feel like, was this great. This is how you have heat in real life and make it work. Yeah, definitely. AW, are you taking notes? Are <laughs> you getting it. your shit together? Because, <laughs> guys, seriously. Yeah. Um, this is how you're still professional, still able to work together, even if you don't actually like each other. Like, this is what you do. Yeah. This is how you make a company and a match and just an experience work like yeah because there's some they really don't like each other intense heat they really don't like each other yeah and it took them a while to actually get to this match absolutely because they hated each other so much like if you've got to be able to find a line of where the hatred that is real is not going to boil over And that's what's been the issue with AEW lately. Yeah. is that They can't separate reality from what's happening in the ring. Exactly. Yeah. Because a lot of the people that are coming into AEW, that is them. They are the personality. They are. Well, only one person in particular, but you can guess who I'm talking about. Well, Um, there's there's been some other ones that have come out since um, since what everyone is affectionately calling brawl out instead of all out. Yeah, that's what everybody's calling it now. <laughs> I know it's perfect. Oh, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> but there's one. there's the you know the Andrade Sammy Guevara thing, and like um, you I'm, know there's been a bunch of other stuff that I'm has right. kind of come out. So I do feel like you know the spots up on the top level. Yeah. Of the cage because basically oh, it they was, were nasty. I mean, all of the the ropes were taken down. Yeah. For this match, and then they got in the ring, and then the cage came down. Yeah. Um. I actually forgot during the pay-per-view that that was going to happen because during the women's match, they shot a camera up to the... Oh, and you... Ca- and I was oh. like, oh, is there a cage match? <laughs> like, I got ex- I was like... What? Oh. Oh, right, yeah. The main event is fight, <laughs> Yeah. Again, I was not focused on any wrestling. It's I was so just fun. waiting for Bray to it's, come back. It's funny because, like, I, I I'm excited that Bray was back, but I actually tried to, like... I didn't think about Bray, so it was even more exciting, like, at the end. Yeah. Because I was sitting there with the mentality of, like, man, he is screwing us. Nothing is going to happen, and he's not coming out today. Like, right. it's not happening. So, But that was my mentality I had for a while. But um, there I, was this – oh, sorry.
1: I was right there with you up until the minute yeah. it actually started. Doug's and Kara and Chris were like, all right, is this – are they going to do it? Is it going to happen? I was like, no, nah, man. Like, no, they're not going to do it tonight. Yeah. They're just going to keep teasing it.
0: Normally, you and um, I don't. See, like that, I'd
1: <laughs> immediately proven wrong,
0: yeah. But that's because y'all were not deep in wrestling Twitter like the rest of us, yeah. That's like true. I've been watching analysis videos on this for like a week. Oh my god, like I was like, nope, it's definitely happening, yeah. I, also, I think that was to my detriment, I think, because I should probably go back and watch the pay per view now knowing that he's coming and when it happens, and yeah. But I mean. There were definitely some good spots up at the top. Yeah, there was um, a. Very skinny up there. Yes. I didn't realize how skinny it was up there. Yes. Because um, he does the, oh, oh my God. He, the, so, Seth is down at the, at, on the mat, and I don't think this was the original move. I think he was supposed to do the bro Derek, which is his, like, twisty, flippy thing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. he decides at the last minute to do a, a senton,
1: yeah. which is just
0: full impact on your butt. Like and he, I kind wonder of, if that would have hurt him more. I don't, I don't know. Like, sorry, him as in Seth. I don't know why he decided at the last minute to not do that move. Yeah, um you can kind of tell on his face; it was like immediate regret. Like, oh, um, sh- 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 bam. well, I think because the bro Derek would have had him land on his side. Yeah, versus on his butt, on his butt and back. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, but it was really high up. It, it, and I think that's probably what it was. Like, he may have been able to have gone up there like once or twice before, but I don't know if they, like, practiced. I'm sure they were able to walk it. I think that's probably it. And then, like, he was like, not, oh, I'll just make the decision at the time. Well, and you're not going to – you're not going to – Practice, practice moves like jump. that before the pay-per-view <laughs> like what if you get hurt hey <laughs> make a jump <laughs> crack leg yeah but there was one spot i didn't want to mention just because it's really funny so there was a guest referee um for this match yeah um, daniel cormier so i didn't know anything about him i i know he's an mn mma real big mma guy big uh referee over there uh, well, he was a fighter for a while. Oh, I didn't know that part. Yeah, he See? was a, I, like I said I didn't know much about him. He was a big MMA fighter um for a while. Um and I he was just guest refereeing. Yeah. Um and I think he may be coming over and to it, WWE. There's a lot of um there's a lot of like back and forth with that. Th- some saying yes, some saying no. But mm-hmm. I hope he does because I lost it because Seth being Seth decided mm-hmm. that he was annoyed with um, Cormier. Yeah, Cormier. 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 Okay, yeah. I wanted. I knew there was an "a" eh like sound. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So Cormier was in his way, so he threw him out of the way. Yeah. Cormier does this whole term where he's like, "I'm sorry. Did you just touch me?" He grabs Seth by the collar, throws him up against the fence, and is like, "I am not wrestling you." You touch the wrestler, you don't touch me. And I was like, ah! Which, like, Seth looked like his soul escaped his body. Well, he did it to Matt too. Oh, it was so. Because good. Matt tried to like kind of brushed up against him too. He's like, stop touching me, guys! Like, like stop it. <laughs> which I thought was really funny. I wanted to be like, dude, you're, you're ref. Like, like, it's, but it's gonna happen. It's interesting because. WWE is known for their refs not having a lot of, like, specific personality. Well, yeah, which they is... just recently got their names back. Exactly. <laughs> so it's, you know, it, it's fascinating to see, like, that's, like, you know a huge jump from you know that's more aew like aubrey style which is is fun yeah it it is fun fun. so it was simple it wasn't like the whole match like he wasn't like hamming it up but i did have a good giggle at that moment just because seth's face during that was so good (laughs) he really sold it it was great so i mean we have a four slash four and a half written down so yeah i mean truthfully like go back watch it um like the spots are really really great but i also just I really appreciate this match because of everything else outside of it yeah those- this is a this is how you deal with conflict yeah this is how you work healthily, respectfully, and not dangerously like this is this is what you're supposed to do, so I, I gave it higher credit mm-hmm. probably than what it deserved because. It's just really frustrating with everything with AEW, and I really enjoy AEW. Yeah, to to see a comparison where people can still work together, even if they don't like each other, it's fun to see like a work, uh, a fight that is worked. Yes, versus like the shoot fighting that we're seeing right yes. now. because I think we just are so. I I know I'm tired of it at this point. You are very like, much are I, like when the whole. Sammy gravara and and andrade you literally came to my office and i don't want to talk about it you were like i "I "I don't care i'm so (laughs) over this shit like i don't i don't care like i just i just want to watch what's on my screen yeah on wednesday nights i don't care about all of the backstage stuff that's going on so i think it is nice now because that was definitely different from the last time that i was Speaking into this microphone. Absolutely. I was obsessed with all of the drama that was going on. And because now, that was the only one. But now it's so encompassing that that's all that you can think about when you're watching the programming. Is this real? Is it not? Is right. it real? Is it not? Like, and it's it, not fun anymore. There's a, there's a line, a very delicate...
1: Is it a scrum?
0: Is it a scrum? <laughs> Shout out to David Two Dogs Hayes <laughs> with his favorite word. Is it a scrum? That's scrum? Um, scrummy. But yeah, so it's nice to see... A work Actually be a work Yes Right And have it work And But the story development For this match To get where they are Mm -hmm. Was also Really nice Like A lot of the other Storylines within this Like especially like Liv and Ronda Like there was no build up To this whatsoever Like don't give a damn No But this was a build up That worked It was slow Gradual For like a month or so Low heat Right Good Crock pot temperature, <laughs> low and slow for low eight and hours. Slow. You know what I mean? Like I it do, works. Yeah, it works. Well, so. and I think it was it was funny because like the Bray Wyatt return just came out of nowhere at the end of this, and match. then it just made that so much higher. Yeah. So I mean. I l- oh, I'm yeah, lo- Bray Wyatt arrived, by the way, guys. I'm looking <laughs> at your notes. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> guys, she rated Bray Wyatt's return as a 6.5. I did. Absolutely. <laughs> Which, I mean, yeah. 6.5 regals. It's, it was great. It was good. I mean, overall. You have to give it a rating. Yeah. It's a 6.5. No, it's for great. sure. <laughs> um, I mean, overall, I would say the whole pay-per-view would be four. I I almost think. would say four and a half, but yeah, four. Yeah, definitely four regals. Yeah. So there's my gavel. Oh, I was like, <laughs> who's here?
1: <laughs> um, my gavel.
0: So, who is your uh, ignorant slut for the night? <sighs> I had it as runner up as our obvious ignorant slut, but I think the runner up right now is David. <laughs> David's no, our. But David wasn't no. there for extreme rules. No, he's, he's not going <laughs> to look at me like that <laughs> no not the prairie dog not, no not the muddy plain eyes No. Oh, no. <laughs> he's pulling his lids down as far as he can so his eyeballs bulge oh god um yeah but i i write out a list every time and then upon our discussion i then choose from there yeah um yeah i mean I'm going to just have to say the pepper spray, man. <laughs> just the, 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 pepper, the spray! pepper spray. Yeah. I just, it was just such a letdown. Yeah. But and she just did way too much. It's just, I mean, I mean, Poor like Drew, if you're going to hurt him, like I, I get okay. it. Like I, I really hope he is too. And I mean. Well, it looked like the, oh, the referee was out there with water and a towel like pretty quickly. It's like, so. okay, but like it didn't have to be real. It's like, okay, when, when there's a spot to do the fire hydrant. Fire hydrant fire extinguisher. extinguisher thank you that's not real that's not the actual real chemical well it's still cold though oh well yeah no but yeah. there's a way to make that work without it being the actual chemical oh sure so well now yeah. they do that they used to not do that it used to be a real oh fire no extinguisher, absolutely and they get chemical and burns. i'm <laughs> i'm really hoping i'm really hoping that this was not one of like like drew karen y'all better not be pulling method acting on me i'm gonna be pissed I really don't want Watch, it to be that intense. Go to WWE Instagram and just see a puffy-eyed Drew McIntyre oh. just frowning at the camera just being like, hmm, oh, my You <laughs> hurt my elbows. <eyeballs. laughs> my elbows. Can't see." Um, I would, But I, yeah, my ignorance slut is the pepper spray. I mean, if you're not willing to give it to him, I will. It's Corey Graves. Yeah. Like I'm sorry, you can't just blatantly mispronounce <laughs> our word when it was said two seconds before you the... said it. Like I'm sorry, like you, you can't I know he was mine last time, but like no. he's mine again. Can I can I say the phrase? Yes. Corey Graves is an ignorant slut. <laughs> he cannot pronounce the word coup de gras. He says coup de gras. Intentionally, <laughs> just to spite us. <laughs> There it is. Yes. He is I the hope, ignorant slut. I hope you heard that, Corey Grapes, wherever you are. I hope you twitched and it since <laughs> a jolt up your spine, you ignorant slut. You peasant slug. <laughs> Whoa.
1: I will tolerate ignorant slut. I'll even tolerate calling someone a cunt.
0: That word but uh, i hate it so much
1: did you say peasant slug i've been
0: how watching too did, much Uno. how dare you <laughs> Bring Tyler Breeze into this. How dare you? I've been watching. I'm sorry, guys. This is from Up Up Down Down Uno. I've been watching a lot of it to get through the work days. You but- know what? I'm, I'm going to tag all of them in yes! this episode feed just so they can hear at an hour and a half in you say peasant slug. Because he is a pegot. Pe- a pegot. A peasant slug. An ignorant slut, peasant slug. I can't. That's I can't. that's the that's the new uh, tongue twister warm up before that you is, do a that show. That is a good one. <laughs> yes. So you know what? Yes. I so think we can unanimously agree. As much as I, the pepper spray was obnoxious. No, Corey Graves is the ignorant slut. So who, who's your EST? <laughs> do you want me to say it? Okay. Um, I mean, I'm just. I'm gonna have to say just the the crowd's reaction to Bray yeah the pop like the the multiple different levels of pops that he got the journey it was a journey yeah just that whole segment in general like again I, I know I've said it already but I do feel like that was the best return I've ever seen that was like it was magical yeah it was planned out perfectly and the audience reacted to it exactly the way that he wanted them to yeah you know like he took them on a journey, and they went up and down, and then at the end, I mean, it was deafening. Yeah. So, so yeah, I would definitely say the the pop for Bray. Um, it's funny because, you know, I was expecting going in, before I even wrote all of that down, like, because I write, like, three different options. Right. And then, like, after we discuss, I, I, I go from there. But I was expecting to have Bianca as an option because, duh, it's right there. Sure. But... I, I couldn't Not even, this time. No. Yeah. But I just really loved the Brutes and Imperium. Mm-hmm. But I can't give it to just one person because they all were so cohesively gorgeous <laughs> in that match. Right. I just want to say that that was one of the best openers I've seen in a long time. Yeah, so just that whole match. So just that entire match yeah. is my EST. It's just... It's so good. It's there's nothing wrong. I didn't see any like mess ups, botches, nothing. Mm-hmm. If they were botches, they were so glossed over that it just it just flowed seamlessly. It was a great match. Everybody had a great spot. It, it was just beautiful. I really loved it. And it's just fun to see Sheamus be babyface now. He's a yeah. face. They're now official faces. That's hilarious yeah. to me. Yeah, crazy Tasmanian Butch and then ridge holland who can lift two people at once and throw them down let's just pray that he's also one of the people that gets his name back i i think that that was in the works i would like to see that and piper niven yeah because tomaso already has his first name back thank matt riddle has his first name back thank god um so maybe that'll be the next wave it'll go back to pete dunn and just make us all happy. Pete Dune. Yes, which Dogs now calls him Pete <laughs> Dune because of you.
1: Yay! <laughs> I'm sorry, refresh my memory. Who's Piper Niven? Can I
0: change can I change my ignorant slut? Can I, can I, 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 sw- can I change my ignorant I, see, slut? You laughed. You left. You said no. We can't <laughs> do that. But no. No. I wasn't. Honorable mention was ignorant so- slut. David Hensley. <laughs> You heard it here, folks? Oh man. So, I went
1: for like two months without being able to, to do one of these. To so screw now with I us. gotta get it all in now.
0: <laughs> you know, and, and we're so happy you're back. We've David. missed you, David. Thank we you. have. We've you missed Ethel. you. Thank you. <laughs> you peasant slug. So the <laughs> Our next pay-per-view <laughs> is Crown Jewel, which oh. I think will be very interesting oh. cuz Crown Jewels are always very interesting <laughs> because it's basically whatever the Crown Prince wants to see. Yeah, it's just um, it's just a curated playlist for him. <coughs> it'll be very interesting to see um what it's going to be like without Vince in charge. Yes. Like is Triple H going to have the same type of chicanery that happens at Saudi matches, like which are just glorified raw episodes. Essentially. I definitely think that there's gonna have to be some tiptoeing around like Well yeah, they signed a billion year contract with them, you know, it's so it's not stopping. like they can get out of it and because of COVID it was extended. So gotta love it. So I'm, I'm, I know that dogs and Chris are just so sad that they don't get oh, to cover that one anymore. Heartbroken. Just completely devil, started. devil started. But, um, but yeah, so I know that's our next pay-per-view that we have coming up, which is actually only in like two weeks, are you which serious? is insane. <laughs> yeah. They're just Ooh. really cranking them out now. Um. But David... As
1: long as there's not three in the same weekend.
0: No, I don't think we'll have that for a while. And I think we were all spent, which is why we took like a year off after that happened. Uh huh.
1: (laughs) Well, next up, uh, coming up next week, we're going to be continuing with my next Perfect 10 pick since it's October. I got to go with something spooky. I'm keeping up with the 80s after doing Robocop in September. Uh, We're going to be talking about the OG Ghostbusters. Ooh,
0: no! Okay. I do love that one. Great movie.
1: And uh, other than that, uh, it's whatever you guys tell me we're doing next.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think dogs and I are going to be doing an episode at some point about something.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know one of the, nailed it. One of the uh this is A's.
0: Well and you know, well actually for this is a rewind, we started that show with the intent of talking about past wrestling. hmm Um and with all of the current bullshit that's been happening in wrestling news, that's all we've been talking about is current wrestling. <laughs> so I think our next episode is actually going to be about past wrestling, which is what the show was intended. So I that'll be exciting. I would love to hear you guys talk about Eddie Guevaro. Guerrero, excuse me. I combined Sammy Guevara and Eddie Guerrero. That was weird. Don't know why my brain did that, but I'd love to hear you guys talk about Eddie. Yeah. Like, I don't
1: know. I'd love to hear you guys talk about Che Guevara. Yeah.
0: (laughs) You really have missed shitting on me, haven't you? <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> Words are hard. I love you. Oh,
0: I love you too, you <laughs> asshole.
1: All right, well, uh, Death Ray, if Mm-mm. people want to reach out to you online, where can they do that at?
0: Well, if you want to follow me personally, you can do that at SlayAllRay at Instagram. Um, if you want to follow This Is A Takeover, you can do that at int- on Instagram at This Is A Takeover or on Twitter at This Underscore Pod. And if you want to do... Follow all of us, all of our shows. Um, On Twitter, we are, uh, and on Instagram, at Podcast.
1: And Gina, bless your heart, (laughs) Belmont. That's me. If people want to reach out to you, where can they do that at? We'll Um, follow you. uh,
0: On Instagram, um, but I I probably am going to be taking a break from Instagram until after the wedding. That's fair. But yes, um, yeah, um, I'm getting married Um, in November. But Spoiler Five spoilers. Oh my God, did you really just say that? Oh my God, her eyes just lit up oh in terror. Oh my God. <laughs> Five weeks. Oh no. You're fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, it's
1: fine. It's fine.
0: <laughs> um, but you can follow me at Broadway underscore baby 1218.
1: All right. And if you would like to follow me online, you can do that on Instagram at DB Hensley. If you wanna keep up with Long Walk Productions, you can visit us online at longwalk.us or search for Long Walk Productions and Long Walk Podcasts on Facebook to see more of our original work or hear past episodes that are no longer streaming you can follow the youtube links in the show notes thank you for listening and if you enjoy this show or any of the shows on the long walk podcast network please make sure to leave us a rating and a review on whatever platform you are listening on
0: thank you david and for this is a takeover i'm shelby ray patterson and i'm gina belmont and you don't have to be called up to the main roster you're doing fine where you're at